Gee, Nick, how'd the podcast go? Well, and we're back. So today, and the Imperial tra- Command has allowed Nick to enter the building. It's gonna be like the th thx sound. It's just that. And I'm with Nick now. Hey, I'm Marcus. I'm Matrix. And I'm Nick. We are working class nerds. Cue the intro. We are Working Class Nerds, the podcast that gives you no information about your favorite information. Today is Thursday, December 21st, 2023, and you can find this 228 Almost Christmas podcast on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, and anywhere else you can find a podcast in the galaxy far, far away. You can also find every single Working Class Nerds episode on YouTube. Just search for the Working Class Nerds podcast or go to youtube.com slash at Working Class Nerds, click on playlist, click on Working Class Nerds, and boom! Every single episode, past and present, right there, right at your fingertips, ready for your listening pleasure. You can watch many people spam the You Died emote Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sunday nights at kick.com slash MarcusB814 and multi-streaming to twitch.tv slash MarcusB814 with ads. You can also watch me play video games Friday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, twitch.tv slash A underscore Atrex. And if you listen closely, you can hear the whispers on the wind of my last stream. I don't know. I was trying to say something funny. Selective whispers. Selective whispers. Exactly. You can find us all on the social media. I am at marksb 814 I am at Atrax underscore A. And I'm at Nick Vern. That's N-I-C-K-V-E-R. this week's episode, we are live and we're talking about holiday traditions. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Sweaters, that is. But first, Atrax. What's up? And what uh, what have you been up to? Wait, yeah. I my Darth Vader ugly sweater has to be the best one ever. Just gonna say it. I find your lack of faith disturbing. All right, uh, I couldn't. It would have been gone. Yeah, that thought. No, and I, I just I wanted to like interrupt right away. Interrupt so. right away. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah just, get, I just, had to get just, it out of the way. Now I'm you good. You have to get, it's, get somebody it's out there. It's tradition. <laughs> Somebody yeah. out there is uh, is taking a sip of something or or checking off a box on a bingo card for working class nerds bingo. Absolutely, Marcus yeah. interrupts somebody. That's a shot of eggnog. Oh, see, I might do some spicy eggnog. I don't typically. Dude, but... I I can't stand eggnog. It's it's nasty. I'm not. Gonna oh, see, lie. I like eggnog as like a dessert, <sighs> gentlemen. Yes. This right here is an eggnog latte. Oh, those are good. Okay. But not with oat milk. <laughs> Fair enough. What you is took that? some home? I can't see what it is. Yeah, I took a four-pack with me the other day. Not last night. What that is motherfucker. It? Oh, yeah. He's going to get more. What is it? Oh, this is this I'll talk about after the break. 
Okay. But it's this is it's Yule Fuel. Yeah. It's, it's a fuel holiday fuel. beer. Yeah. Yule Fuel. All right. Yule Fuel. Well, it's what's, what's in the Tiki Lorian. What's also holiday themed is the Steam Sale. Let's, oh, let's go. go. Holiday Steam Sale. That's my favorite besides the summer sale. Buying all the games all year. Right now, I've already bought Half-Life Alex, Dirt Rally 2.0, Grip Combat Racing, American Truck Simulator. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had wow. them all on my wish list. And so as soon as the Steam sale was on this morning, I was like, oh, awesome. Great. Insta-buy. Insta-buy. Click. Can't um, wait to play the games this weekend. That's one game a day. Mm. Dude. Like, awesome. The Half-Life Alex. I really want to play because, like, Half-Life is amazing. Like, we talked about that a week or two ago. That's, like, the game. Like, I don't know. Just the whole, like, the setting of that game is just awesome. And it's, like, creepy, but it's not creepy. You know what I mean? It's got, like, a creepy vibe. But that, if I played a VR game, that would be the first one I play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you talk about your new gadget? Dude, that's old yeah. news, Nick. All right, Nick, well, sorry. It's you were a... in Imperial Prison. It was. Yeah. It's been a. It's been a fiscal year. Okay. Also, proof that you don't even bother to listen to the show when you're <laughs> no, not. No, he on. doesn't. No, yeah. dude. TK four two seven doesn't allow him yeah. to. He's only like, allowed to listen. That? He's only Come allowed on. to listen to whatever she wants to listen to. If I can be in the top eight <laughs> listeners on Spotify, you can too, Nick. <laughs> All right, I'll step my game up. I think I was in. I did. It came. Working class nerds came up on my Spotify raft, but I don't remember the stats. I had like. 1,100 minutes, I think, for working class nerds. Wow. I, well, yeah. I listen to my podcast on Apple just because it, that's where I started listening to my podcast. Yeah. And Spotify isn't, well, it's because I have an Apple phone. When you're using Spotify and like you turn off, like you get out of the app and you like double click your headphones to turn it on, it doesn't automatically start for me. Like, oh, I actually have to open up the app again. Like, I have to open up the window, and then it'll start. It's weird. Update your phone or something, because mine does that all. It'll, it'll But do you pay resume. for the subscription? To Spotify? Yes. Yeah? Oh, that's probably why I don't. Oh. You listen to ads in between a podcast? Yeah. Oh, I fast forward. terrible. Yeah, that's yeah, but awful. I, but I listen on Apple, and Apple doesn't have ads. That's just terrible. I, I I pay for well, yeah, YouTube you, Premium too. You pay for it with the phone, you know, because they cost two of your arms and half of your kidneys. Well, dude, stowed in the Stone Troll. What's the Stone Troll? What? Oh, from Elden Ring? Yeah. It cost yeah. me two of my arms and my kidney. <laughs> <laughs> Many there times. Anyway. So anyway, uh yeah, Steam Games. Tons of sales. I mean, there's always holiday sales, which really, that's my favorite holiday tradition. I really don't care about any of the other stuff. I just like game sales. And uh, yeah, the Oculus had a sale. Um, When I got my headset, it came with a $30 credit. So I've just been saving that until the inevitable holiday sale because I saw that it hadn't happened yet. And there is a... Yes. Anyway, there's an episodic Vader series. It's called Vader Immortal. Dude, it's Ooh, legit. Episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's on sale, and I swooped it. I'm going to be playing that tonight as soon as I clear. I've been clearing out my room a lot more to create more VR space. 
So, uh, yeah, it's going to be another room reorganization. I think I've got two desktops, PCs. I have to like find out how to organize next to my desk somehow so I can have all the wires and everything hooked up. You know what I mean? The credit, was it for the uh, Meta Store or was it for Steam? It was for the Meta Store. Okay. 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 So Not too shabby. No. Yeah, it was great. Quick sidebar, um, Atrex. What? Speaking of your room, it made me look in the background. Um, what is that glowing lamp behind you? It's a Tetris lamp. Oh, that's cool. So I can. I'll try and do it real quick. But I can like rearrange the pieces, and they'll like glow again. Oh. So like uh, for the people just listening, you're definitely missing out. Go to twitch.tv slash marcusb eight one four or kick dot com slash marcusb eight one four. Go to um, kick. It's better. Yeah, the uh, it's a lamp with like each piece is different colors. Now Atrax is moving around so that they all light up again once you connect them. So that the you know electricity requires connections, of course. Um, I love lamp. Thanks, Brick. Brick, you killed a guy <laughs> with a trident. <laughs> there you should go. probably lay low for a while. Thank you. That is awesome. Right. That's very cool. You can apparently buy more than one set and connect them all together. But got to catch them all. Got to catch um, them all. That's so epic. before before you move on, I just want to touch on this uh the Steam sale. So the autumn sale is like the kickstart for me of to persuade myself that I'm going to buy a game. So every day I check it and I'm like, oh, I want to play this game. Oh, I want to play that game. Oh, I want to play that game. But I don't buy anything. Yeah. But every year I wait until like when it, when when's the sale over January 2nd or something this fourth, year. I think. Okay. The fourth I'll wait until like the third at midnight and go, fuck, I didn't buy a game and then I'll get the games I want. Fair so, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. I'm going to call it out here. Uh, it, during the autumn sale, uh, a tracks got me gal guardians. Oh Yeah. And I want to play that um, for a little while on Saturday night. So I want to cordially invite you both of you to do that. Yeah. But I or know Atrax was probably like 50-50. And no, I'm down. Nick will be Saturday. like 1% yes, 99% no. <laughs> this Saturday? I have it yeah. installed. That's unlikely. Oh, I do too. No, I, I'm occupado Saturday. Not enough PTO. Not dude, not a chance. So, so what? No, what games do you have? What games do you have in your cart ready to go that you're going to be like, you know, at midnight? Oh, I didn't buy a game. What? What is that going to be for this winter sale? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Well, it's not. In, so it's not in my cart yet. Um, there's a couple Dawn of War games I want to buy. Like so, I never played Dawn of War three because I played the fuck out of Dawn of War two, which I really liked. $7. Is that Warhammer? Yeah, it's Warhammer. Okay. Um, Dead Cells is a game I played and I got the special edition for for the PlayStation four, I think it was, but it's on sale for twelve bucks. I'm gonna get that. Um, I really want Doom Dirt five. Uh, Dirt five. I love those car racing games, the Dirt series. Um, I really. If you get a dirt game, you should get Dirt Rally 2.0, and then I can race against you when I'm in my VR thing and you're just on your controller. 
All right. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is $5.99. Ooh. Right. Wasn't that on really? Game Pass, though? I, dude, it's $5, $6 on $6. Like, All it's right, a $6. You know what I mean? It's a $6 that, game. Double check, though. That might be one of the games you have to download a launcher for. Cause well, yeah, EA? I have Origin. Oh, okay. EA sucks ass. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, I'm not I was going to get uh the wrestling game but Wrestler Quest? No, uh WWE 2K23. Oh, okay. But I'm not gonna because I'm going to get it for the PlayStation 5. I'll explain that in a little bit. Um mm. but and then there's one that was on the like the Edge, which I don't know, like the Sekiro game. Oh, um, dude, Sekiro. It's the hardest of all of the Frontsoft games, but it's on sale for 50% off. But I'm like, I'm deep in the bush right now in hmm. Elden Ring. So like, uh, anyway, so there's a yeah. bunch of games that I'm going to get, but most of the games are like $20 and less. Like I'm legit going to spend $30 and I'm going to get five games. Yeah. This because 2024 is a really new year good. and I'm going to get into that. Yeah. Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, by the way, which is a insanely good game. Ten bucks. Yeah. Oh. Lots of sales. The other thing, too, is all of a sudden, I think I clicked something to allow, like, graphic content. Now I'm getting, like, all these, like, anime porn games that are advertised to me on Steam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's really funny. Yes. Well, Must that's be because you have you searched recently, yeah, or something you no, have downloaded. I, or something I went in the settings. Oh, Scout Guardians, I don't know. Oh, no, maybe. I went in the settings and it said allow adult content. And I was like, I'm not a fucking baby. Oh, well, you know why? Well, I guess why, then. So, supposedly some of those games, a lot of those games are like some of the most downloaded on Steam or something like that. But they're like, well, yeah, I you know they they that don't show those numbers me. kind of thing, right? That I'm doesn't trying surprise to... me. Yeah, me neither. So it might not be that it's like specifically tailored to you, but if you like enable Hold that on. to pop up, then it's ding, 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 ding. Oh, here's one. Right. The arrogant kaiju princess and the detective servant. Kaiju <laughs> princess? Legit. Like giant monster kaiju? No, she just, yeah, it, you don't even want to know. Like, oh, so they, like, anyway. Wait, also, uh, thank, thank hold you, on, hold on. This wait, winter wait, wait, season. Wait, 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 wait. Meanwhile, back on the ranch. This winter season, Guild Wars <laughs> 2 is having a big sale, like always, which is wonderful. $50 for the entire game up until the current expansion, which is not on sale, which is understandable. It only came out a few months ago, I think back in August. But half off for the entire saga. So like I said, everything in the game, all the content up until the most recent expansion. So... You can get the entire game, including the most recent expansion, for $75. That's a really good deal. So that you're saying the newest expansion is on sale for $25? No, the base the base version of the new expansion, which comes with everything. The deluxe and ultra editions just come with like cosmetic stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but the base edition is $25. Oh, I see. So the base edition plus the... And then they also, or plus the, uh, excuse me, plus the 
it was the end of dragon not end of dragons grand dragon pack or something i forget oh, what it's called that. $50 plus the 25 $75, at least in the U.S. $1 million. Um, there's also a bunch of cosmetic stuff on sale. There's mounts on sale. There's, um, in the game, there's a lot of account upgrades. So you can get player slots. You can get um, mutual inventory slots. You can get extra bag slots for your characters, all sorts of stuff. Just quality of life, really. Not really gameplay breaking or anything. It's just, like I said, quality of life stuff. All of that is on sale. I know a lot of people in the community love Guild Wars 2. I love Guild Wars 2. So uh, go check it out. That is also on sale until January 4th. So I love Guild Wars 2. the season too. to spend money. To yeah, be Marcus. jolly. Fa la 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 la. Wait, what's your favorite Christmas song? Go. Frosty the Snowman. Atrax. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't, don't really I, have one. I guess. I don't really either. Now that I think about it, but yeah, I was I'm gonna, gonna say I'm gonna go with um, actually. Or, up oh, on you know the what? No, 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 no. I've got it. Out comes good old Santa Claus. It's down Merry through Christmas. the chimney with lots of toys, all for the okay, little Marcus, ones. We've heard it. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Ho ho ho! <laughs> oh my god! Who wouldn't go? Atrex, what's your favorite? I was going to say, Merry Christmas, Kiss My Ass by All Time Low. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I actually like... Uh, that's uh, a great the Christmas D- song. DMX's uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Oh <laughs> there you go. I'm pretty sure that's an acapella, the too. The theme song terrible. to Die Hard. I don't know. <laughs> the theme song to Die Hard. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. It's not Good a times. Christmas music movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Uh, it's funny. I'm gonna go with it's the actually it's the most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams, which sounds a little something like this. We need DMC for the most wonderful time of the year. We know what it is, Nick. Of the year. Yeah, it's a wonderful. I only played time, six seconds, which. If you ask YouTube. me, I actually hate this time of year because it's cold and there's a ton of like ice and snow out. And nobody knows how to drive. And oh my god, you know there, what I mean? Yeah, there was like four, three or four accidents I saw today on the highway. All I did was like yeah. go to work and then go get my hair cut. And yeah, there's an accident when I was leaving work in one chunk of the highway. There's an accident when I was coming back from my haircut in a different chunk. That was a four car pileup where the two middle like just rear-ended each other because the traffic stopped and people are idiots and didn't pay attention. Yeah, I've noticed like the past few days driving around like that there's way more traffic and lots of people just like doing stupid stuff, like not realizing that their exits right there and having like, like careening over three lanes of traffic. You yeah, know what I mean? it's, that type it's of just, just just like bad driver stuff. It's it's not a wonderful time of the year. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a warm weather person, so I really I don't. But I get why some people really like it. And sometimes the snow is really nice. It it can be nice to walk outside and the snow is falling and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, this week also, I uh, was elected a member of the Counter-Strike Confederation Media Committee. Well, that's so cool. that's pretty exciting for the upcoming season. I will be helping out with uh, things like videos and podcasting and stuff like that. So it'll be cool to amp up the 
uh, involvement and also add to the content creation of the CSC. Hell yeah, that's a big achievement, man. I yeah. clicked the clapping media sound. There it goes. There it is. There it goes. Thank you. Thank you. So have- when can we expect some of the CSC to come on this wonderful podcast? Oh, yeah. That is a great question that I am currently working on. That's a great answer. Thanks, Moscow. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, Moscow answers, I'm, Marcus, when is uh, a certain someone that we both kind of, well, I don't really know, you know him, I don't, that I want to come on the show? Have you thought uh, about After that? the holidays. That makes sense. Okay. And that's all I'll say about that because there's nothing's official yet. There it is. Anyway, so my work's just really begun. I put my application in a while ago. It was... I got the role this week so I could see like the staff chats and all the different projects that are going on and whatnot. I'm already involved in a couple that I don't know if I can talk about them or not. So I'm just going to not. Um, there's sense. also currently a poll about the match times that they're asking like everybody in the CSC about. So if they switch off of Tuesday, Thursday and go to like maybe Monday, Wednesday, then they could actually play on a team and also be part of the media committee. So that would be really cool too. Yeah, that would be um, yeah, get lobbying over there. Right. No, that's what I'm I'm starting. I'm starting to lobby. Uh <laughs> nice. But yeah, it'll be a good time. Either way, it's a lot of fun to be more involved in Counter Strike and really start creating a lot more content for it even if it's just assisting for now. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And season 13 of the Counter-Strike Confederation is going to be wonderful. If you haven't already, go uh, search for it. Google it, Counter-Strike Confederation. I think it's csconfederation.com. There's the website. You can join the Discord, all that cool stuff. Hell yeah, that's awesome. In Game of the Year news, we've reached that time, and we have our guest speaker Nick on the show this week. Finally, <laughs> so he can it. talk about his Game of the Year. As was mentioned, I think, are we what three, four episodes ago, something like that? Yeah, I think three. Um, which he said, if you didn't hear, his Game of the Year was The Witcher Three. Which it was a lot of fun watching you play. Um, Except he made a critical like, mistake. What? Why? Oh, I know what he did. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. He did. That's a good. Wait, point. wait, 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 wait. Let's hear. It. What mistake did I make? I'll give you one. Wait, should we let him guess once? You have he one knows point. what I know it is. What it is. I know want what you to is. say it. No, there's. It's. It can't. It's. The, it's the mistake that shall not be named because it's yeah. that bad. You know what's crazy? I chose. I didn't make a mistake. I chose. I knew what was right in my heart and soul, and that was the correct choice. And also, GK and then he slipped and hit the wrong button. <laughs> no, I uh, no, I always want. I was going to pick Yen from the beginning, one hundred percent. Even looks wise, I think I like Yen better. Anyways, well, I guess that playthrough was doomed for the start. Yeah, <laughs> rip. Anyway, I mean, lore despite wise, that, it was kind yeah. of fun watching you play the game. All so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to talk about his game of the year, Witcher 3, take it away, Nick. Woot woot. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, there's supposed to be a sound happening right now, but Crickets. it's just loading. <laughs> That's what's happening. Crickets. <laughs> there it goes. Probably. 
And why doesn't the cheering one work? It's just because nobody's cheering because you made such bad mistakes in the game. <laughs> it's just buffering. But you know what's funny? I, I just thought about it. Like TK four two seven definitely resembles Yennefer. Oh my god! Which is kind of funny. How that pan out? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hilarious! Oh That's my god! So funny, Nick. Oh, we got it. We got to clip that. Oh, Somebody clip oh that and send goodness. it to TK four two seven. He's getting more brownie points. Yeah. Well, so, well, anyways, we need uh, the, we need like the '80s laugh track. The woo, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Back on the run. Oh. Anyways, as I was saying, Witcher Three is on. What the? Is this an ad on your Twitch account? Is that what? The, Hell yeah! Oh, nice. Okay, I'm like, why is my screen lighting up over here? Okay, um, The Witcher Three. So, wait, what game is that again? Is that the one with the swords and stuff? <laughs> I'm just kidding. The The Witcher 3, the reason that was my game of the year, um, I was looking back at my, um, I get, you get, you know, Steam comes out with that, like, Steam wrapped thing, similar to Spotify now. Yeah. Um, it's definitely bugged that it, because it said I only had, like, eight or ten playthroughs of The Witcher 3 in 2023. I'm like, there's no way that's true. And then I had a bunch of, um, so a lot, I, I bet a lot of those Witcher 3 playthroughs just like didn't register on that because i definitely played that game the most but um yeah i think that the, i think the biggest thing for me that made the witcher 3 stand out was the was the quests and side quests like excuse me a lot of games have a lot of side can have a lot of side quests like starfield's a good example of that but a lot of them are just empty feeling and like they don't always feels super rewarding it's a lot of fetch quests and i hate like procedurally generated quests where it's like oh just go to insert dungeon here and kill these insert enemy type here like because they took over this area for the villager or whatever you know what i mean and it's like that's not fulfilling i felt like almost every quest or like more often than not in the witcher 3 each any even like a random side quest it tied back into the main story or it had some like really interesting and engaging um, like moral decision for you to, to to have to make that made the quest like really interesting. Cause I found myself a lot of times like playing through it one way and then being like, Oh, I didn't really like that. And then play and saving and then going back and playing through it a different way and being like, well, that was even worse. What the fuck? And then, so you pick the better of the lesser of the two evils, but that makes for a really engaging game in a way that a lot of other RPGs, I don't know they they don't do that, you know. Yeah. So I think that made The Witcher Three stand out. That on top of the fact of how big the game is and how much content there is in it, um, I think it's the I heard a quote somewhere that said something to the effect of, "I think it was accredited to the CD Projekt Red people that they figured out that there's a the there's a forty second time period between um where." before people start getting bored in like an open world RPG where you have to put content every 40 seconds. Like no matter what direction you go, you got to be able to hit something within 40 seconds. Yeah. And like drew like a radius around a spot. Yeah. I can really respect that because when you were, when I was on Hoth in SWOTOR. Yeah. There's just before you had quick travel points, like dude, some of the spaces between areas like i know you're trying to show the size of a planet but it was like 
Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, okay. Let's play. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. Sotor was was bad for that. But I feel like MMOs in general do that. That was just like a thing of that time period, 2010 ish. But um, yeah. In 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 The Witcher though, you find stuff. I felt not only like are there things to find every forty seconds or within that wind that that golden window. Um, the things that you find are very rewarding. Like it's a monster quest. It's a or a contract or it's a some engaging thing with a villager or some like uh I forgot the religion's name with the fire the eternal some eternal fire priest like preaching something or like a lot of those things the the random things that you'd see on the side of the road too have continuity later in the game so like if you say you have like an eternal fire priest with like three people watching him uh preach and then you come back like as you progress the story and time goes on now he's got a crowd of 20 people and then you progress as the story goes on and he goes now he's saying like they need to start burning the sorceresses and then you time goes on and in the same square where he was only preaching to three people now you've got two big stakes where they're burning witches which is like that's that's really cool for something that's just something you would walk by normally you know yeah it makes i i think the biggest thing one, one of the most important factors of a of a good single player action rpg to me is the immersion factor and like little things like that with the questing being so engaging and the the atmosphere like things i would call that atmospheric things like stuff that you would walk by and see that all pulls you in to be immersed in the game and like i'm not i definitely like i like fantasy stuff too like that world like i like lord of the rings stuff as well but i think i of the two genres i think i prefer i almost prefer like a sci-fi or a fallouts like post-apocalyptic step type of setting but despite that the witcher 3 really pulled me in more than any other game that i think i've ever played so that was that's why that was my game of the year it was like a lot of video games are easy to clock time in but like the witcher 3 every time i like stopped playing after like a long session i'm like i didn't want to stop playing it's like right. it's two in the morning. I need to go to bed. And it was like a logical decision, not never an emotional decision. You know, like right. Call of Duty, you can play for two hours. Usually I'm good for like 45 minutes of like multiplayer. But like if you're like really into it, whatever, you're having a couple good matches. And then you, it's like the two hour range comes around and you're like, all right, my how many times am I going to shoot this guy with this gun or whatever? You know? Yeah. So like you're emotionally, I, I find I'm like emotionally not in it anymore so with the witcher 3 i never felt like that i was always like oh i want to keep going but i'm like all right logic takes over it's like no i need to go do this thing or i need to go to bed or whatever or i gotta go record a podcast <laughs> i remember several times i did that you have to ask permission for tk427 to use the bathroom oh my yeah. god uh, that's sort of stuff it's gonna be brutal i said that <laughs> i gave him a it's been warning. a while nick we've been saving it up all <laughs> right fair enough but um, I think yeah, I don't want to drone on too too much about The Witcher Three, but it's an amazing game. If you've never played it, go. Yeah. You should. And I it, also realized in uh when you first texted about this, um, I don't think I ever finished playing. I didn't. I don't think I started playing the um Blood and Wine DLC, which is like uh forty hours or something of gameplay or more. So like. I still have more to go back and play, so I'm probably going to do that this year. My next two games 
that I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into are The Witcher Three, and then one other game that I will mention uh, in my section of the week. But Atrax and or Mar- who's going next? Is it Marcus or is it Atrax? Well, I technically still had more to say, but I also want to add I oh I wasn't paying attention, admittedly, but it got a next gen upgrade. Witcher Three is that what you just said? No, it got. Okay, I, I, I did. It, it got did the next get gen a next gen upgrade before so I started playing it, it. Right. So if you buy it and you play it, I mean, it was free, so you know it's available yeah. to everyone. You could have used it, but still, next gen graphical update. It looks amazing. Yeah, Nick, you I, got it at the end, towards the end of you playing it. It came no. out. Yeah, you did. Well, it, I remember you updated it. Didn't play with it. Yes, I did. I yeah, you did. did. That came oh. out before I started playing it. No, it was like partly through it. You were no. hours into that game. No, I, I had already I had already been playing it when that came out. I sorry, opposite. That came out before I started playing it. Oh, because I remember being like, that's what sparked me to play that game. I, I remember hearing about like them getting a next gen update, and I was like, oh, oh, you know what? Maybe I should play The Witcher Three. And then I, start, I'm pretty sure that's I saw that on like the Angry Joe news episode that uh, one week and was like you know what maybe i should play the witcher 3 and then i looked into it and bing bang boom there it was all right atrex uh what else you got going on so the last thing i forgot to put in a bullet point is uh i have challenged myself because of marcus elden ring talk over the course of the last couple of weeks and because he started playing the game i've challenged myself to beat the game and finally get to what I consider the best boss fight in gaming. And it's wow. only okay. to me personally. I'm Which sure boss it falls it? short on a lot of lists. It is the boss fight Sister Frida and Father Ariandel, although it's technically just the Sister Frida fight. But it's in the the DLC Ashes of Ariandel. The boss fight, like it has three phases. The first phase, you start off and the, the stage is like kind of small and she has her unique moves. Then phase two, Father Ariendo gets involved, smashes a bunch of crap around and the stage expands and you're like, oh, dang, now you have a bunch of room. You fight the two of them, you beat them both, and then it looks like you actually beat the boss fight. Mm-hmm. Gives you the little screen and everything. So you're like, oh, dang, I actually beat it. Nope. Psych. Phase three. And then it's phase three. And the music is just oh, and amazing. Yeah. And then you like fight. Then in phase three, you fight Frida with the powers of both of them. And she's just super aggro. And the music in oh the boss fight is just, it's so good. And the lore behind it. And. I don't. It's just. It is my favorite boss fight of all time. Sometimes I'll just listen to the music, and, but you've never done it. But I've never done it, and I've never even beat Dark Souls three to get close. So now I am on a mission. I have played, I believe, fourteen hours. I streamed all fourteen hours. I'll be streaming it tomorrow night. I'll be streaming it Saturday if I don't beat it. Like this weekend, I'm devoted to beating it and to making it there. I was at a boss fight the other night that took me an hour or two. Uh, Champion Gundir, which is a pain for a lot of people. I'm not going to bother with the Nameless King. I'm just going to beat the game, and I'm going to go straight into the Ashes of Ariandel DLC and go for the Sister Frida fight. So we're we're on our way. We're well on our way. Woo-woo. 
So Let's with go. that, Marcus, what you been up to, man? So I just want to say, for the amount of shit that Atrax has talked to me about my terrible play of Elden Ring, it's really satisfying to watch him suck as much as I do at Dark Souls 3. <laughs> All right? Like, I realize that I suck at the game, but everybody sucks at the game until you learn the dance. Yeah, so yeah. Atrax was fighting the other night, this night, and he was here, yeah. fucking his day up. And every time Atrax died, I was typing in chat, ha, 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 you suck, suck less. You died. <laughs> Marcus was having Ripped a good guy. Like I was, Like, I was enjoying watching this stream because the amount of shit that he talks to me about Elden Ring... It was just like, it was nice to be able to like reciprocate the love because it's all love, right? Like, but, but at the same time, he, when he beat it, like I was losing my mind in chat. I actually messaged, I was talking to, uh, Feta, Mr. Frozen Cheddar. And we were talking via text, and I was like, dude, you got to get an Atrax's stream. He's getting his fucking ass kicked. He comes in, and he starts talking shit, too. It was fucking fantastic. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's and the I, Dark Souls experience right there. Right. And, you know. Get good. It, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but it but it shows, again, Atrax is a really good, really good video game player where I'm terrible at these type of games while well, I'm learning. But the point I'm trying to make is... I'm terrible at these games and Atrax is really good at these games, but this game humbled him yeah. for an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it might take me five hours to beat that boss or maybe not. But the point is, is this is where I'm going to go into Elden Ring and like my 2024 coming up. There was a moment he, this boss had about an eighth of his health left. Let's say 10 hits, right? Atrax had five more hits to go and he went to like stab his uh, sword. Dude, it missed him by his little tiny fucking mustache hair. Like legit, dude. I was like, oh, fuck. He almost just died. And he dodged it and hit him and he beat the boss. But like it shows like this close to beating it. Or this close to dying, you know what I mean? Right. Yep. And his health, all he, if he hit him one more one time, Atrax was dead. Yeah, yep. he had it one was, HP. It was literally like I had no health left, no Estes flask left, and I was such low HP that any attack from him would one shot me. Like it didn't matter what; it could have been his weakest attack, I would have died. Jesus! Oh, it was so intense. Good times, so, though. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Those and are the best. yes. Yes, or when, like, yeah, like, when you're raiding in SWOTOR, I'm going to give you that as an example, and everybody's dead, and the boss needs one more hit or two more hits, and it could be a healer, it could be a DPS, or it could be a tank alive, and they hit the boss mm-hmm. without dying, or they kill the boss, and then they die, but you clear it. It's just, yeah, it doesn't matter. A win is a win. So, moving into me, I have, like... I haven't found a game I love like Elden Ring since I found SWOTOR, since I found Destiny. Um, Destiny is really stale to me right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like they like the content itself is good. 
But I think they've catered so much to the elite players that they've made the regular content, seasonal content, harder for no reason. And more okay. like like strenuous content, you know what I mean? Right. And it's not as enjoyable as it was. Do you think it's me. like artificial difficulty where things just they just have more health? They're just Yeah, and they do more damage. And 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 here comes uh, the you know, here comes the pro players who are going to tell me to get good, which I understand. Right. Skill issue as Duft would say, which I completely understand. But what I liked about the seasonal content is like you could go in with your buddies and shoot the shit for the night and there's no frustration. Now you're going into the seasonal content and in order to like get all the loot you have to go into like this crazy ass tier of content, which is actually really hard. Yeah. And for me, that's not seasonal content for me. That's end game content. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But they're appealing to the top zero one percent of the players or the top five percent of the players who are like, This game is too easy. It's easy, easy, easy. But like regular people are like, this shit's hard. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's yeah. just my view. Like dungeons should be hard. Raids should be hard. Grandmaster strikes or uh, flashpoints in other world in SWOTOR or something. Those are meant to be hard, but like regular everyday seasonal content, I don't think should be as hard as it is. It's not meant for that, in my opinion. And again, this is that, this is that, um, I don't know how to say it. It's it's just not it's not super appealing. But my biggest concern with a single player game for me has always been I am a social gamer. I love being social with people the whole time I'm doing it. But playing Elden Ring is almost like it's a multiplayer game for me because I can be in Discord chatting with everybody while playing it or being on stream chatting with the people that are chatting with me. It's so it's almost like I'm playing a multiplayer game and there's not a lot of dialogue. I'll give an example of like cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is all dialogue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Starfield is all dialogue where Elden (laughs) ring. Starfield Starfield is all loading screens, but Starfield has gotten a lot of hate lately. It's because people are like playing through it and realizing how shitty it is, and then you, the, get, well, you get you get over the hump of like, oh, but there's the game. Ooh, I can get loot, and then you're like, wait, this is really annoying. Wait, this is also really annoying. Wait, why I, didn't they do this better? Why, have, why is this empty? Yeah, I have to go on this sidebar too because I've been watching a lot of like Asmongold videos and just videos in general about this. Yeah. A lot of the Bethesda devs too, or at least game developers for. Uh, for Starfield have been like backlashing at the community too. Of like, yeah, they're like, oh yes. well, yeah. you know, you paid for the game, and you know, if you didn't like the way this system is, like, that's just the way the game is. You know, you don't get it. Like, it's just this is how the game is. This is what you don't. You're telling me that space isn't fun, just empty space. Em- <laughs> you know, when people, I, I saw it was like a tweet from a developer, and it was like. You know, when people landed on the moon, they right, weren't the doing moon. anything there. It was just space, like empty stuff. And it's like, well, 
We're not astronauts. We're freaking gamers. We've been right. exploring space my... for centuries, bro. Come on. Right. Space, <laughs> empty space is not fun. It's the possibility of finding cool things in space that is fun. Exactly. There's supposed to be cool stuff to find, not just empty nothingness. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to walk around a planet for four hours and mine for uranium. Right. But but it, oh, there's like three spots of uranium in the entire planet. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, you can only you can when you land your ship on the planet, you can't actually travel the whole planet. It's your instance to like a mile radius of wherever you landed. And then you have to try and land at a different spot. Uh, yeah, don't get get me started. There's a lot of good stuff about that game, but there's a lot of bad stuff too. That's just like makes you do the old uh palm to forehead. But anyways. Meanwhile, back on the ranch. Marcus, I didn't mean to cut you off. Where were you? Well, I don't know. About Elden Ring and oh, Destiny. So, and yeah, know, so about the thing stuff. about Elden Ring that I'm liking is I'm clearly learning a little bit more. Like, Atrax, you've been there more, right? Yeah. I'm clearly getting, like, like a quarter of a percent better than I was six hours ago playing the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I'm still getting fucked up by regular soldiers, but believe it or not, I'm starting to not get fucked up by these guys. And I'm starting to understand mechanics and all this stuff. So the point is, I'm, I want to play more. Like, and believe it or not, Atrax's going to laugh. Like, my YouTube shorts is all Elden Ring videos right now. It's crazy. It. Yeah. And, well, you, dude, you've sent me so many that I'm getting them recommended now. Okay, so all right, so it's not just me, right? So, the point is, it's because of you, right? The last time time I was in, time out, time out, time out, time out. It is definitely just you, because the only reason Atrax is getting them is because of you. I didn't get them until I started clicking on the links you sent me, and they're all Elden Ring. Exactly. So I'm like last. So the last time I played it. I found like a soldier and I like was trying to parry and I did one parry out of like 50. Like I actually did it and I stabbed the guy and I was like, let's go. Ah, I did it. But like I'm watching these videos of like just timing and like the biggest thing is, is I'm learning that I'm dodging when like they're raising up their hand and they're starting to come down. But what you really need to do is like when it's just a, you need to watch your hand for when it's like about to impact. That's yeah. when you roll. It's like you know the I mean? last second. Right. And it's the same thing with parrying. And then um, this last stream, I killed two stone giants that are like these giant stone guys, which I know they're regular enemies out in the world. But like, that's a big deal for me. Right. Like, yeah. and I didn't die. And then I beat. Wow. I beat two caves, three caves in a stream, and like, no, no, two caves. I beat two caves, uh, bosses. Uh, one was some really quick, like, ninja guy. I don't know what it was. His health was low. Like, I, the first hit I hit him, I did like a quarter of his health. I don't know what the guy's name was. Okay. And then I was trying to beat this stone troll um, back when I played this back in March and I couldn't beat this guy, but then watching these YouTube shorts, they're like, Hey, if you go in the car, the, the thing and you're fighting these fight them with a blunt object. I'm like, 
Why? So I went in the cave with this blunt object. I had to move some stuff around to like make it so like my stats were a little bit okay. But I did that and I was annihilating all the enemies where like my sword would do no damage. Huh. So I fought this stone troll with the, this blunt object and I fucking won. And I was like, oh, I got it. Like the excitement you get when you beat a boss that you earn. That what's that happens when uh, when it releases in your head? A dopamine, dopamine, yeah. and okay. endorphins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And honestly, like honestly, hey, honestly, honestly, I <laughs> I can tell you that like that game is awesome. And what's cool is I've never I haven't played a game with such a big map like this in so long that like I'm just going on my waypoint. I'm like, oh, this spot looks cool. And I set a waypoint and I go there and I start like exploring. And then like I find this like he looks like a bowl of soup guy with he's got hands and his name's Alex. And he's like, hit me in the ass. So I hit him in the ass. He's like, no, you got to hit me harder in the ass because he's like stuck in a hole. And like, so I finally get this guy out and now he's talking to me, but he told me when you're over here by this castle in this land, I'll see you there and you, and I'll help you. And you're like, all right, this guy's going to help me with something. That's cool. But then I meet this other guy and he's like, we need to rid this land of dragons. I'm like dragons. And like the game is super cryptic about how they talk about things. So yeah. I went to the where this dragon was. I pulled aggro on the dragon. Dragon fucked me up. And I went Ooh. back to that guy and he's like, Shocker. you fucking idiot. Why are you doing that? And huh. then I I went back to the dragon. And then there was a spot where I could summon that guy. To help me with the dragon. So like that NPC. Yes. And huh. like he came and I thought it was going to be way easier. It was. And I still got my fucking ass kicked by the dragon. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. So like cool. Marcus versus Dra- Marcus versus dragon. Not yet. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, But I did. There was I was coming and it was like I was it said you're being invaded. You're being invaded. And like the screen is flashing. And all of a sudden this like red silhouette. He looked like he was like a a, a Sith Lord like radiating or like a like a super saiyan radiating yeah and this guy came at me and he fucking stabbed me and i was like oh shit this guy means business yeah player that was a player yeah yeah if you had online if you had online enabled then it was an enemy player and you got invaded or you ran into one of the areas where it was like an npc that I can't is... imagine that it was a player because I won. Oh, okay. It, it was yeah, an NPC. It was probably an NPC. They do have those. <laughs> but but there is that is this it's like the same thing for getting invaded by a player, but Okay. Well, I was invited in, in, I was invaded by a NPC and he was red and like I freaked out, but like I stayed calm and I beat him. Like he fucked me up a little bit, but like I beat him and it was such a cool like the reward for winning in that game is high. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like reward in destiny is just like, eh, there's reward. I didn't get, in destiny? I, well, 
if you get the exotic of the you know what i mean it's a reward but like oh half the time you don't get it you know what i mean most of the time yeah so long story short is i'm loving that game and my pledge to 24 is the final shape is coming out in june until then, I'm only going to be playing Destiny unless I have like a raid night with friends on a weekend, like once in a while. It's Tuesday nights, like straight up there. El- I want to play Elden Ring. And then when I'm done with Elden Ring, I want to play Sekido or I want to play Dark Souls 1 Remastered. Like I might have found a game that I love. Yeah. That doesn't require other people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Totally. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, I, with Elden Ring, I don't have to I don't have to be playing a multiplayer to play it because I have stream and discord. Like I was in discord hanging out with all the guys and I was just and I was streaming. But like, I didn't even need to stream because we were all shooting the shit while I was playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just have to hear me go. Ooh, ow, fuck. Mm, mm, ah, ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or aya ah, horse dance. Aya. Ah, anyway. Um <laughs> that's from karate. Or is it wait, is yeah, uh, Ryan in karate or taekwondo? Karate, son. Karate. Shaolin. Um I don't know. I mean, I I barely Shaolin know is what the Wu-Tang is. Okay. Ooh. Anyways, uh Tuesday night there was a new exotic mission for Destiny, which is actually pretty a pretty rad mission. Okay. But it wasn't like it wasn't super hard. It was just a great mission. You know what I mean? Like it didn't have crazy artificial difficulty. Like the mechanics were good. The boss hit hard, but a boss should hit hard. But it wasn't so hard that it was like frustrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just an enjoyable quest. And this time it's a bow and I'm not a big bow guy, but the bow is actually a really good weapon. So they gave an exotic that's actually overpowered right now. So that's pretty cool. The last thing for me is uh, Steam sales. And I was actually hoping that all of the From Software games were going to be on sale because that's what I was going to buy this holiday season. But they're not. I'm surprised, honestly. And and I watched this guy, this video ta- ranking all of the um, From Software Souls-like kind of games. And like easiest to hardest, and they actually say Sekido is the hardest one out of them all. Yeah, that's what they claim. Wait, that's Atrix, what a lot you, of you beat claim. Sekiro though, right? Yeah. So, like to me, Sekiro is not the hardest, but that's because I naturally find the more aggressive, fast play style better than like Dark Souls, because like Dark Souls is just. You dodge enough, and you have the iframes, and then you attack in your small windows. Whereas Sekiro's a little bit more like attacking and deflecting, and then you the the dodging is very rare, and there's no stamina bar, so you're not you know it's it's you're more involved. There's more going on. There's more action and stuff like that. I don't know. So, I so personally just found it easier as opposed yeah. to, and you also didn't have to level up stats. You're just like picking skills. Oh, I want this skill. I want that skill. I want this skill. And then you just pick them as opposed to Dark Souls. You're worrying about like stats and numbers and oh, does this do more damage? And I got to upgrade this weapon or do I upgrade this weapon or do I switch to this one? Or 
Right. I don't know. All that was just gone. But I agree that I think because Sekiro is quote unquote simpler in that you only have the one type of play style, then the need for getting good at that play style and the intricacy for how high the skill ceiling is, is like, you know, like the last boss took me seven hours to beat. And that's you. And that's and that's Jesus. me. Seven hours? Yeah, seven hours. It took one full Wait, one okay. full stream, one full stream, and I stopped streaming, and then I started streaming like two days later, and then I beat him like halfway through that stream. Oh, wow. But that's guys, that's what I'm like excited about. It's like nightmare and hard mode rating. It's insane. By myself by myself. Yeah. And then and then you go like later because you beat it and your phone is blowing up with all of these different videos and stuff then you watch Mm -hmm. people do the same boss that you just spent seven to eight hours on and they take zero damage and they don't even carry or anything they're just walking around like no dodges they're just oh ting ting insta stab kill boss is dead in like three minutes you're just like okay well but here's the thing but those people probably have done that boss fight a thousand times oh yeah Yeah. for sure you know what i mean like i see people i was watching this streamer on kick i forget the guy's name and he did the randomizer where every every enemy in the game was millennia or millennia whatever the fuck her name is okay oh yeah yeah millennia yeah like that's the mod he chose and i'm like dude why the fuck would you do that to yourself he's like to get good at fighting her Hmm. right you know Anyways, so Nick hasn't been here in like a year. Okay. What? A, so, hey, everybody, prepare for domestication. Nick, what have you been up to? Uh, well, that was a little bit cheating because you can see my first bullet point. But um, I went on a uh, trip to Boston last week. That's why I wasn't on the show uh, with Taylor, aka TK427. That was fun and wholesome. We went to like some of the winter markets up there. The Soa Open Market and then uh, Snowport. What's a, what's a market? It's like a craft fair kind of deal. With is like, it a market? It's a market. Uh, it's definitely it's more fast and <laughs> yeah, definitely more fast and mac. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't go to uh, Boston Market. Sucks ass. Don't ever eat there. Um, but mar- um, market basket's pretty okay. The <laughs> It's a grocery store. Um, no, that was fun. That was it. That was cool. We went to the North End. And we hit up a speakeasy also. Um, the North End for dinner, I should say, and cannolis at um, Modern Pastry, which oh, is fucking terrible, which is way better than Mike's. Okay. Modern over Mike's, which is a never controversial opinion, but I'm sticking to it. Um, I like their cannolis way better. And yeah, that's that. That was fun. Uh, we had a nice time, had a nice dinner, had a nice, awesome breakfast too. If you're ever in a city, apparently this place is in DC also. It's called Trate, like a latte with a T, T R A, no, Tate. How the fuck, Trate? I forgot how you say it. Whatever. You, anyways, look it up. Breakfast, but I'm going to look it up right now. I'll be Jamie and Joe at the same time. Wow. Uh, yep, it's Tate, T A T T E. It is epic. Like absolutely epic breakfast food. It's a um kind of fancy. It's like they have every type of pastry and baked good you could possibly ask for. And like 
wicked good bre- breakfast sandwiches. Um, I know there. I have a couple locations in Boston, and they have a couple locations in D.C. Also, but if you have if you have a, tr- a tate near you, check it out. Um, that's where we got breakfast Friday morning. We went Thursday night, Thursday and Friday is when we were in Boston, and uh, yeah, we just happened to pick that spot, and it was right across the street from the market we were going to. So the market. The market, yeah, we got the there market. at about we got there about ten a.m. and the market the market opened at uh, eleven, so we were like finishing up breakfast stuff. It was like ten forty-five, and then we saw that like people had started lining up to get in there because there can be like a two-hour wait on the weekends for that place, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. It's That's just, a whole it's, lot of domestication. Yeah, yes, it was. Uh, also, last weekend, Mama Mo, aka my mom's uh, birthday, was on. Uh, Wednesday, but we celebrated it on Saturday. So we had a nice dinner at Acapulco's, our favorite Mexican restaurant, and have a, had a couple of margaritas. And then uh, Taylor and I went to a Christmas party that one of her friends, uh, another couple, was throwing um, down in closer to the, where the Death Stars parked. And uh, that was fun as well, although I did definitely have way too many margaritas because I had two margaritas with dinner. And then I gave Taylor's friend, also named Taylor, uh, the my recipe for like bulk margaritas, which is very strong, and then I proceeded to have six more of those over the course of the evening. Wow! And on Eight top margaritas. of margaritas, on top of <laughs> on top of um two pudding shots because she made um like uh these like sugar cookie pudding and then like regular fudge pudding shots like Jello shots, but they were pudding shots. And um, yeah, Wait, I like, was like pudding like. Yeah, like, like you kind of got to like, slurp it. It's really awkward to do as a shot. That's it's kind of interesting. Yes. Yeah, instead of Jello I've shots, they made it with pudding. That. Wouldn't it like I, curdle the pudding or something? Like it, I feel like it, it would make it weird. It was very strong. Let me tell you, I was I, like, this I is like it. vodka gel with a hint of the flavor, vanilla flavor. I interesting. Was like, Jesus. <laughs> Night. Night. Yeah, but um, no, it was fun. Uh, my morning the next morning was not, although liquid IV helped me a lot. Uh, <laughs> I went to paintball. With my uh, use the Twister LV2 new paintball marker, maca, if you will. Um, and I also played a, a real, a real actual, a whole legitimate video game this week. Uh, I played some God of War Ragnarok on my PS5, which was pretty, which is pretty sweet. Um, the DLC release, like, I don't know if you saw, but they released a DLC. Yeah, Valhalla. Valhalla, yeah. For, Valhalla. Uh, for uh, God of War Ragnarok this uh, recently, I think some earlier this month. And um, that inspired me to play it because I'm like, I haven't had a, I, I was basically getting, realizing I'm not super into Starfield and losing my like steam, no pun intended to play that. Hmm. And then mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so what else do I want to play? And I was like, oh yeah, I've got a Ragnarok that I haven't finished. And then the, I saw that the DLC was coming out and I was like, oh, perfect. That's what I'm going to start playing. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'll be playing more of that, and you can hear more about it soon. Uh, I got. A, I actually have a question about God of War. Okay. So, so first thing is, are the controls like the right trigger and left right bumper like your attacks, and yeah. like left is block, left trigger is block? Is it that kind of? Yeah. And like B is roll. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much exactly. And then like L one is like look to throw stuff and I, I forget the exact controls, but yeah. Yeah, it's that type of combat. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like it's it's like um you can like lock on and then like you you know you hold your shield up to block and that yeah, type it's of almost stuff. like Elden Ring is. Yeah. Similar yeah, kind of. You know. Uh, yeah, definitely similar to that. And how does Imperial Command feel about you spending time playing video games? Imperial Command com- completely approves video game play uh, 100%. Because Imperial <laughs> Command plays their own. I heard that, by the way, the barking spiders in your office behind you. <laughs> now, the <laughs> now what I'm saying is... Imper- wait, com- Imperial Command plays her own games. Yeah, but does what happens when there's a Hallmark Christmas movie on and she wants to watch it? No, there's designated game. It's not really that. It's more like, oh, we're prepping some other thing for this joint thing we're going to. And then, then like, oh, I mean, it's not when it's downtime, downtime, she's down for whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to hang out and fuck around on my phone and watch you play a game and or whatever. Or, or she's going to play a game also herself. Like she's big into like uh, the Sims and like these Nancy Drew games and Nancy. We, we should get her. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world there is Carmen San Diego? Yeah, that'd be for Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, she might like that one a little less. <laughs> um. Well, but back to Starfield. Well, so clearly you're not into Starfield and you love Bethesda, right? So a hundred percent. If you're yeah. not into Starfield, then clearly it's, it's not that good. It's, it's bad. not it's not there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff but there's a lot of bad stuff there's a lot of just like like quality of life things that are terrible like the number of loading screens and like there's no you lose so much immersion because your only way to travel is fast travel so like you just fast travel to a point you fast travel like you go to land on a planet well you go you click the spot you want to land and then it's a loading screen and then you go into a building and it's a loading screen then you go to a a different star system and it's a loading screen it's like it's there's no like yeah sense of big world or something it's not like like in the witcher 3 you can fast travel but like you run everywhere first like you get on your horse and you can ride to this place because it's a big land you lose all of that when you have to like it's not the grab jumping is not bad but it's bad when you have these big long loading screens in between. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah, like you and absolutely. you can't. You also it sucks when you lose the immersion when like you can't just like fly at a planet and then go land on it. Like you sure. can fly forever. You'll just fly through the planet before you. You have to like click the button to say like open the planet map and select where to land to actually land. I see. So like it's right. very disconnected. On top of the fact, yeah, there's a lot wrong. With Do you Starfield, think they can but, fix it? No. I mean, that stuff, no, because that's core to, like, how the game is set up. You know what I mean? And I think that's just probably, if I had to guess, probably a limitation of that engine that they're using, which is the same engine from, I don't even know when, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, yeah, that's, I, that's you know, the RPG elements of that, are, of, of, of Starfield's pretty good, but it's, the plot's pretty good. I like how they did the, incorporated the um, sort of new game plus into the plot of the story, which is interesting. Um, I thought that was all engaging. My 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 big gripes with Starfield are all like quality of life stuff. But what? Nothing. Are you reading the chat? Yeah, I was reading Mal. Thank you, oh. Mal. We agree. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of shitting on me in the chat, and it's all very funny. Thank you, everybody. Rayu, Mal, uh, Emrys, Roth, everybody. Thanks for thanks for thanks for being here. 
Thanks for being here. Um, guys night on Wednesday was the first time we actually had guys night in a, a few months, a couple of months. I feel like it was like a long time. Uh, like six. Yeah. Six weeks, six weeks, something like that. It was awesome. I enjoyed that a lot. We didn't even watch anything in particular. We just, uh, hung. Oh, we watched actually, no, that's not true. We watched Rudolph and then, uh, Frosty, Frosty just like while we were talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice to just chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once in chill. a while, it's just, nice to just chill and it's before the holiday <laughs> and we're all like i know as the days get closer like i'm actually really excited that christmas this year falls on a sunday monday because i have monday off but it's like most of the time like christmas eve is on a wednesday and christmas is on a thursday so like you're grinding all the way up to christmas eve and yeah, then that sucks. you know what i mean and you like have to like you get into it where when you're uh when it's on the weekend like this it kind of like extends it a little bit yeah it's i, I agree it's a lot nice like next year is the best ever when christmas is on a tuesday that's the best christmas possible because you get friday afternoon saturday sunday christmas eve is monday which you're not going to work and then yeah. bam christmas day is tuesday that's a fucking legit holiday weekend Oh, yeah, yeah. You know I'm taking Monday and Wednesday off. Who isn't? Yeah. And if I can't get it off, I'm just going to call out. You're going to have the flu. <laughs> yep. I think I have COVID. And then no. you're like, oh, I tested negative, but I didn't get no. the results until... I, I got a bad case of the peppermint mm. candy cane. <laughs> Fair I have enough. a really bad case of pretendinitis. Pretendinitis! <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That is awesome. I'm going to use that. Um, So yeah, Guys Night was was great. I've also, like just yesterday into today, I've been listening to Critical Role or like watching Critical Role on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Those voice actors all doing playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's fucking awesome. It Um, is. That's really nice because they're all voice actors and they're all in character. So like you don't have to watch it. It's mostly listening. So like Mm -hmm. it's nice. It's, It's almost like a podcast. Like you can just have it on and like be doing other stuff and like you get engaged in the story and they're like the shenanigans that they're doing the characters are doing the players i mean are doing and then or you get like chunks where the dm is just describing something that's really cool so that is awesome but it really makes me want to play dungeons and dragons now i actually messaged uh our friend joey feta aka frozen cheddar about it today i was like we you know next time you're putting that together i would like to get involved the problem, the problem is the time. Yes. Yeah. Like that's I love D and D. I love that style of play, but you have to have time in order to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised like, you don't just play Baldur's Gate three. I know. It's on well, sale right now. I would definitely enjoy playing Baldur's Gate three, but I only I would only enjoy it if I played with in a party of people consistently. You know, like it. the same people. Let's do it. Well, I don't have time. That's the issue. I don't have like a chunk of time. That's the reason I can't stream. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't have time besides Thursday nights to like actually like, that? like week to week be able to be like, yes, I can play every consistently this this time period. You hear that, I, everybody? The podcast time is his only time left. TK427 has officially <laughs> oh taken up every other 
amount of time Imperial <laughs> Oh, dude, there's no question. What, what's it, His what's nose called? is buried in there, like, <laughs> following her around. She's got the cookie. No, he's like a training dog. She keeps the cookies in her pocket, and he just follows her around like, come on, give me the cookie. Come on. Those Imperial dog milk bones are legit. (laughs) What's it called when, like, the government takes control of the entire country? Welfare? Oh, martial law. Martial law, that's what it is. Imperial martial law has been declared (laughs) on his time. He's only allowed to play video games if she has other things to do. And he's (laughs) only allowed to talk to his friends when she has something else to do. Your oh curfew is from <laughs> 8.30 p.m. Thursday it's Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's oh. only free Thursdays from 5.15 p.m. till 11.30, because if not, Imperial Com- the Imperial ISB shows up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get swatted. The Imperial Stormtroopers just come bolting through the door. <laughs> Uh, but i guess i deserve that but um anyways but you're right about the back to the critical role i've i've listened to the critical role and you're right same it's almost like listening to a like an audio book or something because like if you listen to it from the beginning and it could be like i'm gonna call it like a five episode show of going through this campaign and you're just listening to it and the dm's like you're walking down this alley and there's 15 trash cans spread out, but some of them are spilt over and it looks like there's some things in the trash cans. Yeah. You know what he, I mean? And like, like the descriptions are crazy. Like he described, he didn't just say these two people were talking. I think I remember this phrase stuck out to me. It was like, as you're experiencing this exchange of words. And I was like, you're listening to two people talk as they're right. talking, but yeah. that's way, way more like, I think I think I think it was as uh, as you're witnessing this exchange of words, blank 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 happens, and I was like, "That's so cool to be like." It just sets the scene way better than you know my stupid simple language would have described it. You know, yeah, it's cool. Matt Mercer does an awesome job, but uh, also shout out to Atrax. Atrax bought me a game on Steam a while ago, uh, earlier Back this month during the autumn sale. Yes, indeed. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. It looks like an awesome action RPG that is totally, totally, totally up my alley. And I will yes. absolutely be playing uh, in the winter months to come. And did you say Dragon Dogma's two? Oh, no. Dragon no, Dogma. Two. So the, the reason the I gifted you the first one. Yes. A, it was five bucks. So it's like, oh, great. And two, like you said, yeah. right up your alley, kind of Witcher style, single action. Yeah, ARPG, all that good stuff. But like Marcus just said, Dragon's Dogma Two comes out soon, Ooh. and that game looks really good. So I figured, oh well, let's get Nick on that train. Let's see where it goes. Maybe it'll make for some great working class news content. I'm always on that content train, man. I think about games like that all the time. Hell yeah! Speaking of content creation and communities, Marcus, what do we have going on in AIE news? So Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, mandatory fun night in Star Wars The Old Republic, where the fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. Also at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays is the Destiny 2 Clan Night. Come join us for all the fun as we do fun things throughout the season. And we usually, not always, but usually we end the end the night with a private 
PVP match with all of us clanmates because it's just great to just try to kill Duff. And that's always fun. Then the last thing I'm going to mention is Saturday nights in AIE is Saturday night. Lotro is Lord of the Rings online, which is an older MMO, but the story is amazing. And it's run by Mei Lung, good friend of us, good friend of the show. Um, and he runs that. I think it starts at not 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, which is he's from the central time zone, which is not the real time zone. But he is um, always around Saturday nights. And if all this sounds fun to you, go to AIE-Guild.org. Go to the uh, top right-hand corner of the website. Click on Discord. Get in there. Click on one of the games that we play. Join that part of the division or the, the division of the community and ask for a guild by in, invite in the games because we would love to have you. But now that now okay. that Nick is back. Yeah, well, we get to ask him, don't we, Marcus? What? Do you have to go to the bathroom, Nick? I do. So bad, in fact, that I just went while we were... Marcus was talking about AI news. He didn't news. even wait. I didn't even wait, but we're still taking a break. So we'll be right back. My God, what is taking him so goddamn long? Nick, hurry up, man. It's all that beer you're drinking. Come on, bro. Rose four hoes, man. And we're back. So today we're talking about our top three or however many you feel like talking about holiday traditions. Holiday traditions. What do you got? You got any? Do you do the traditions? Do you do the holidays? I, I don't. What's happening? I'm the old, uh, people call me the old Scrooge. Okay. Never, who doesn't sol- celebrate holidays because he doesn't believe in them. But I do take advantage of all of the wonderful sales and I make sure to gift my friends games. And for me, I love the winter break. Like, who doesn't love days off of work to stay home and play video games and not shave or take a shower even and just play video games and eat food and the food stacks up on the desk but you're just gaming away and you don't care you don't have time to clean your desk you're just playing video games you're just grinding it out like a good old-fashioned gamer 18 hours a day and then you sleep in your chair and you wake back up and you're ready to game with your cheeto dust and your 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 Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew sticky fingers, yeah, and the glass is completely coated in sticky Mountain Dew, but you don't care. You just keep on gaming. That's that's my favorite holiday tradition right there. Um, Winter break, two weeks of video games. Wait a minute. So your company shuts down? Well, no, but uh, we like have school. I have Monday, Tuesday off. I was mostly talking yeah. about school because that's school like break, my yeah. holiday experience. Since I've been an adult, like I said, I just I take advantage of the days off and I just play video games. Makes sense. That's I'm not like all the major holidays. Yeah. I uh what about you two? I, I do have some some holiday traditions. It's like you know, you, you always have like the Christmas parties with uh I mean with for me it's usually both sides of the family, but I do my parents have a bit uh recently their christmas eve party is usually with my mom's side of the family and my parents always host it and that's evolved into like a bunch of minute to win it style games so like that my mom's side of the family always did yankee swap anyways they had that and then played like 
a bunch of card games just like separately like you'd have the crazy uncles and then when you were old enough you like got to try to play it was pitch it was the game or setback some people call it okay um, uh it was the main game there but so it was always like gaming games in general shenanigans is was the vibe of that party well and then it's, it was never like a formal dinner sit down it was always like hors d'oeuvres so you're just like you know shooting talking and moving around you can like grab a couple meatballs over here like from the crock pot and there you can grab a you know pigs in a blanket or what yeah that type of that's the, the the vibe it's not like a formal christmas or like holiday event where it's like thanksgiving where it's like all right we're coming in we're eating now we're all sitting down to eat together and blah 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 and so when my parents started hosting it every year i don't remember how it started but they started incorporating these games, like minute to win it style games. Like we have a candy cane scooping tournament. I remember like, seeing your Snapchat of that last year. Yeah, so that it's, was cool. The, the setup is it's one v one each match, if you will, and it's a it's a minute, so it's a minute timer, and you're standing across each other, um, like a regular a table, and you've got a pile of candy canes, like fifty, sixty candy canes, just in a pile in front of you, in front of both of you. And then on either side of the pile, there's like a coffee can for in one of you, a coffee can for each person, right? What you have to do is you can't use your hands and you have to take a candy cane and put the candy cane in your mouth and then use that candy cane that's in your mouth. Obviously, the hook end is facing out to hook the other candy canes from the pile and plop them in your bucket. And whoever get, hooks the most candy canes into their bucket in a minute wins the, that match and you move on in the tournament. That's pretty, pretty cool. Fun. And like, meanwhile, my dad has like hockey organ music playing. So it's like, and then people are cheering. They're like, yeah, let's go. Like the whole, everyone stops, you know, doing whatever they're doing and gathers around the table to like watch people go. Yeah. And then, and then of course I'm doing obnoxious. I'm the ring, like the master of ceremony. So I'm being like, and up next to the tournament of the candy canes it's kathy versus brie or whatever you know what i mean so yeah. i'm like being all obnoxious and it's the all fun. score is very close it it's three good. to three with only 10 <laughs> seconds left right oh they got maureen's cheating again she seems to have used her hand and is hoping patty won't notice or whatever but uh it's it's like that's fun and then there's other games too that i'll run through like describe quickly like a, some variation of like object that's hard to unwrap in the middle of the table then everyone's gathered gather around the table and you throw dice and then um if you roll doubles of anything you get to start unwrapping it and then like meanwhile the people around the table are grabbing the dice and rolling and see if they get doubles as it goes around and then if you roll doubles while someone else is unwrapping then you get to take it from them and start unwrapping it they do that with like a saran wrap ball with like starts with like usually the middle is like a I don't know, Amazon gift card for like 10 bucks or something. Something, you know, whatever. Not nothing crazy. And then it's, it's not like, about the monetary no, value not at all. It's yeah, just the it's item. Just about it's the like, fun. Yeah. And, and then it's like a bunch of saran wrap. Then it's like a pack of gum. Then it's saran wrap. Then it's a nip. Then it's saran wrap. Then like a one dollar scratch ticket. And then it's saran wrap. And then my aunt started doing it a couple years ago. My aunt makes the ball each year. Um started doing it where she'll put like sardines in there so it's like bad ones so there's like good ones uh, and bad okay ones. yeah They're, like fermented ancho like uh artichokes or something gross just uh, like oh like clearly you're never gonna open it peanuts yeah yeah just like yeah gross stuff just yeah uh. so 
that's fun and then same deal it's like a present that's like extra taped or usually it's like a box within a box within a box and that variation is you have to try and unwrap it while you have oven mitts on so you're rolling the dice and you take the oven mitts from somebody and <laughs> it's fun it's all fun uh yeah but I enjoy that, that is so to me like like that is a fun christmas event with your family because when you do shit like that like the family looks forward to it and i'm gonna give an example oh, yeah so that is the opposite of like my christmas eve because my wife's family comes over mm-hmm. and it's like you can hear a pin drop because they're not yeah they're not like lively folks yes yeah, so thank you thank you you that's that's a great way to put it yeah you know what I mean? Okay. So it's like, so it, it the game idea, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say that, you know, like, it's like, there's a stick in your ass. You know what I mean? Like, let's just have some yeah. fun instead. You know what I mean? So I get it. So well, yeah, like, I'm definitely- there's always like that slight awkwardness of like, Hey, these are people that you pretty much see once a year. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a lot of the awkward small talk of like, oh, what are you doing? Like when you're in school, it's like, how is school going? How is work going? Like, just like stupid shit you don't want to talk about at all. But like, right. And you're completely eliminating that because everybody's just playing games and you're just being family. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, this is awesome, whatever. And like, if that stuff comes out, fine. But it's not like the only content of the evening, you know? Right. Yep. And usually my dad and I end up bartending. Yeah, so it, it, uh, yeah, it gets it gets out of control, but um, I don't even have that on my list of things that are fun. But that is awesome. I that's a recent thing, and I definitely enjoy that. I also uh, usually that Christmas Eve at my parents' house translates into like a, a low key but wholesome. Usually, I'll sleep over there. Um, Christmas morning with my like meet my mom, dad, uh, sister, and myself. Um just like Christmas morning, like wholesome, like come down the stairs type of, you know, like you're a little kid kind of thing. And usually just like my dad will like, um, we have, they have a French press, like make like a little bit nicer coffee than usual. And just like take your time and unwrap your presents together. And that's wholesome. I I enjoy that a lot. That's important to me. I'm actually, Uh, I'm actually kind of excited because you're going to understand what absolute torture is very soon because when you're with a significant other and their family has been the most important thing to them for their whole life. Yeah. It like, I would say that's the hardest part as you get more serious with your significant other It's like finding the balance. Oh my God, dude, the Christmas battle is like tough because they have their own traditions and you have yours and you're like, look at, I'm not, no, I'm just as an example, right? Like, yeah. Like, Christmas Eve was never a big thing for my family. So like when she was like, she put her foot down, she was like, Christmas Eve is my family no problem well that's what we're doing this year is like christmas eve is a big thing for her too her her dad's side of the family her dad hosts the thing and it's all their dad's side of the family and that's a big shindig for them and that's like their own their their big thing and i'm like okay well my big thing is the exact same time and it's also important i'm like i'm seeing you the day before and the day after like we can just be separate it's Christmas Eve. It's but, not as that big your, a deal. but as no, the time right. goes on, it's going to be a challenge because, like, right? It, Did you just to... say screw it? We're just not going to either of them. No. I, well, yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah, like when <laughs> we'll you get just have do kids and stuff, and it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, then you got to have the the plans change a little. It's then gonna make be like, over. Everybody just yeah. come to our house. That's yeah, what Marcus it, does Christmas there you Day. Go. Yeah, yeah. Like my house is open. Like if you're coming for dinner, I just need to know a week before. Like, I don't care if you come, just come, you can eat, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it, like, is tell it too me early so to right, submit like, my ticket? Because like my kids, like I hate. When I was a kid, I remember like getting like I get all these amazing toys. I'll never forget. I got the Ninja Turtles Lair, and my mom was like, "Hey, we gotta go." What do you mean? I'm just jamming. Like, wait, wait I don't want to leave. Right. Oh, we got we gotta go. We're gonna be gone for the whole day. Let's go. And you're like leaving. You're like, no. Yep. So yeah. All your awesome toys, Christmas and you're like, toys. right. And you're like, this fucking sucks. I don't ever want to do this when I'm an adult. So I don't. Yeah. Like I am straight up in pajamas all fucking day on Christmas with my kids. That's nice. Yep. Yeah. It's it's vacation time. You know, like. Yeah. Like enjoy, enjoy it. Hundred percent. Well, right. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I I like that a lot. I uh, um, also on my list. I don't mean to just yeah. like no, go through mine, but I yeah. wrote some bullet points. So I don't know how I don't precisely recall how it started, but my dad started buying this beer called from kind of far away from where they live. It's like forty five minutes. There's a there's a store that he goes to see but anyways this brewery it's a great barrington barrington brewing company or something like that Mm -hmm. in great barrington massachusetts and they make a seasonal beer called yule fuel and it's technically a barley wine because it's so strong it's like 10 percent alcohol but it's like a almost like a bock where it's like caramely and like really drinkable and like not overly carbonated and i don't know it just just tastes like Christmassy spiced in like caramely vibes. It's really good. Yeah, it's and, so for me, it's like a cross of a winter ale and a stout. That's how I taste it. Yeah, yeah, Let, not yeah, not not like so many like coffee notes, but like that sweetness no. that a stout can yes. have. Yeah, and it's almost like almost creamy, but not creamy. Yeah, kind of sort of. You know what but, I mean? Like when you drink it, all you think about is Christmas. A hundred percent, exactly. Yeah, like I don't want to drink this in July. What, no, definitely. Would it not. would it last to March? I want to try some. Probably. Oh, I can send you a can or Yeah, two. we can send send you some. I can I can I put can, it right in the mail. We send. No, be- I've sent beer all the time. I yeah. I can. You just bubble wrap it and zip it. I've I've used to trade beer in the mail, which is you're technically not supposed to do, by the way. But it can be done. I can, I'll send you some. Yeah. 100%. All right. Cool. I'll send you a four pack. It's good. Well, thank hey, you. I don't. There we go. I don't, uh, Problem solved. I don't. Um. Uh. I don't know. They don't say have it printed on the on the can, the uh, alcohol by volume, but it's always between like nine percent and eleven percent in that range. Dude, you drink three of those, you're, you're wasted. wasted. Oh, like, wasted. There's sixteen ounce cans, and they used to come in these seven fifty milliliter bottles. I remember that with the with the oh, my um, goodness. the foil tops, and then the can. Oh my god, you drink one of those, and you're just like, I drank a whole one of my face, and I was slurring. Yeah, it's like a bottle of wine. I believe but it. it, but it tastes way better because it's beer. But it's um, yeah, there. That's awesome. So Yule Fuel is the name of it, and that is very nostalgic. So anytime uh the Yule Fuel comes out, it's like ah, it's like a Christmas tradition. Even if you just have one, it's just you got to have a Yule Fuel sometime in that Christmas season. And I I think I've had like six, but uh, <laughs> I'm drinking one right now. Actually, it's it's in the Tiki Lorian. All right, but um, but no, it, it's it's fun. Uh, I also like Christmas movies leading up to it. That usually gets me in the Christmas spirit. I'll like throw like Elf on or Frosty or Rudolph like we had this year uh, at Guys Night. Usually while I'm doing other things like wrapping presents or something. Um, yeah, I also I do like eggnog. It's not like I don't usually like have that on Christmas or 
in the Christmas celebrations per se, but I definitely have it at some point in the in the time frame. And then I I find myself drink. I don't really. I, scotch is probably my favorite alcohol. Um, scotch, 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 tequila, and beer are my three 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 faves. But um, I don't drink a lot of scotch typically when it's warm out. But like around Christmas time, it's like a family thing. Like my my family, my dad's side in particular, like is a into scotch. So that's how I got into it. Like my grandmother had scotch like my grandma yeah marcus's grandma also but my grandma so yeah marcus says it's his grandma (laughs) but she's his grandma but anyways it's it's the same grandma okay (laughs) but um and there's a lot of like wholesome familyness tied to scotch for me that's uh, like comes around christmas time too so that's just some stuff i think about when you think of like holiday traditions and like things like that not that it's like I specifically need to have that on Christmas, but it's just things that like come about more in that time frame. Sure. Of course. Marcus, how about you? I know you touched upon like staying home is important to you for the kids, um, you know? Well, like traditions. So my prior to kids tradition was very different. Now mm-hmm. with kids, like being home is number one. On Christmas Day, right? Um, Yeah, Christmas Day. But leading up to it, I've always been a jolly person. And I love Christmas because I'm generally a happy person all the time. Yeah. And the holidays generally make people happier. Now, if you're a miserable person, you're not going to go from miserable to happy. You're just going to be less miserable and more tolerable, right? Yeah. And I find that for the month of December, people are just a little happier because more people around you are happier. So even if, like I said, you're miserable, but like everybody's smiling, it's just a good feeling time. And I love Christmas music because it's feel good music. And like I, the guy, like right after Thanksgiving, it's Christmas music 24 seven in my shop. And like, that's it just because you only get a small piece of it. And the other thing is as an adult, If you don't, like, do things to get you in the spirit, you're going to wake up on a Tuesday and you're going to be like, holy fuck, Christmas is Wednesday. Right. And like me, not maybe not last year, the year before, whatever year I lived in Ludlow, I was like, not at all in the Christmas spirit. And I was like, kind of grumpy. Like, I was like, I felt like the Grinch. Right. You have to like, you you have to like be act this year. I feel way better about it. I, I did what you're you're describing. I didn't realize I just cut you off. By the way, sorry, but I'm just. I've never my... done that before. <laughs> never. <laughs> but I'm like, but no, you have to. It's important. Like as you get older, when you're younger, your parents and like school does Christmas stuff, and there's there's you're like getting Chris like holiday whatever Christmas Hanukkah whatever you celebrate. I'm saying Christmas because that's my what I celebrate. But the you're getting Christmas stuff thrown in your face all the time, Pat. So you like passively get into the Christmas spirit. Whereas like as an adult, that's not happening as much. You have to kind of seek it out. You got to turn your radio. If you listen to it to the Christmas music or click that playlist on Spotify or whatever it is, turn on the Christmas music. Yeah. Or like like, you have, you have to go actively decorate your own house. Your mom doesn't decorate the house and it becomes just Christmassy all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to go do those things yourself actively. And if you uh, don't, you become the Grinch. Right. And the the things for me are that, you know, now, like with Christmas, 
it's it's about my kids and they you're right like they talk like every day it's something new every day it's something new and it's like one day closer one day closer and it helps helps you get in that mood um a big tradition for me is on christmas day uh star wars is playing 24 7 on one tv because Mm -hmm. there's always a star wars marathon on something and that's always on another tv can be a christmas story uh but mostly it's that you know my traditions are very like down to earth and wholesome and yeah. by nine thirty in the morning, I have to have a beer on Christmas. Oh, there you yeah, go. You I will add to. one of the holiday traditions I always get into, and I've said this already, is buying stuff that's incredibly on sale. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends just sent me a link, and I immediately bought one: Samsung nine ninety Pro Series M two solid state drive. Right, like mm-hmm. top tier. Two terabytes, a hundred and fifty bucks. Wow, that's a good deal. That yep. is a good deal. On sale, normally two hundred and ninety, forty-eight percent off. Damn, let's yeah. go. So uh, go swoop one of those. Hell yeah! I had to throw that in. Yeah, but mostly for me, the biggest tradition I always had was just being with my grandma. Yeah, and you know she's one with the force now, and. It's, I live my tradition of the way I did it with my grandma and now with my kids. Yeah. But can I guys tell you guys the secret? Okay. So last night, before guys and I, I assembled a trampoline Ooh. Like for my daughter. Wait, like a big one? Nine foot by 15 foot rectangle. Where did you, where are you hiding it? It's in my neighbor's backyard. <laughs> what a legend. She's gonna see it. Oh, they wow. got a trampoline. No, they, she can't see it. Oh, that's so that's even better. Right. So Christmas Eve, when the kids go to bed, we're gonna move it into the backyard, and there'll be a note somewhere that'll say, "Hey, why don't you go check out something on the deck?" Right. She's gonna run out. And there's gonna be a fucking trampoline in the yard. So my wife said to me tonight, she's like, "Well, I ain't going out in the cold all morning." I'm like, oh, I know. I know, Carrie, you're going to be able to stay inside and be warm. And she just looks at me and I'm smiling. She goes, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> I'm not. And I was like, oh, why is that? She's like, because you got Ryan a PS5. <laughs> Dad yeah. is, I'm gaming. You're winning. All day. Let's go. So awesome. um, I ended up getting a crazy deal on a PS5. I was going to buy Nick's, yeah. but I found um crazy deal. It was a little sketch, okay. little sketch. It was some website that I could pay with PayPal. So it was insured. So I allowed it, but it, the, the website was sketch, Yeah. but I got the PS5 Spider-Man two edition yep. for 400 bucks. Wow. Nice. And. That that sounds like it fell off a truck or something. I was gonna fuck. My money was insured. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure it was showing up, and I had yours as backup. Yeah, yeah. But it showed up. So anyway, so I did that. I got them. Uh, so Minecraft only has a PS4 version. Okay, but it's backwards compatible. I got yeah. him that, and I got him the brand new Sonic game. That's like side scrolling Sonic, and he loves Sonic. Yeah. So oh, he's gonna be pumped. 
Burrow. Burrow. You want dad of the year for sure. He's going to have no no interest in what I got him for Christmas. Yes, he is. Because you're not giving it to him on Christmas. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because I, I, so everybody, so you guys know, I laid the, I was like, Nick, you're not coming over unless TK 427's with you for Christmas stuff. That's fair. Yeah, it's 100% fair. Because the kids want to meet a real life stormtrooper and they ask all the time. <laughs> I know. I got to get her like an outfit to wear. Like, but anyways, it'd be, it'd be funny if, if I bought her like an Imperial officer, like outfit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Jep, Merry Christmas. Sorry. I, uh, Um, We don't look at chat while we're recording. Yeah, we're not looking at chat, but I just looked real quick. But anyways, uh, that's it for our holiday traditions. It's time for working class questions. It's working class questions. It's working class questions is is a part of our show where you guys ask us questions and we answer them. Kind of like what we do when we have a guest. And um, you put them in the Discord. We ask them. So I'm going to start off with the last last week's episode from Doritos because we skipped it. <sighs> we skipped this question last week, and we're going to do rapid fire because we've been doing this for a couple hours. Name oh, yeah. one. F- name one flavor of beer that should never be made. Watermelon. Pistachio. I was not thinking hard enough at that. Oh, that's just awful. <laughs> mayonnaise hey. wins. I'm amending my answer to mayonnaise. You, it's guys, also... you guys try this new Miracle Whip microbrew? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no, non-fat. You, dude. Oh. Ugh, terrible. Um, <laughs> what's our next? Who's our next question from? It's from Cheese, and they, and they say, "Do you believe the lies on the Hollow Net?" Sure, why well, not? No, I don't because it's all imperial propaganda. Oh my god! <laughs> Nick puts out imperial propaganda. <laughs> Nick, Nick is a part of the propaganda. She's got him hook, line, and sinker into the propaganda. I don't know what you mean. There is no ISB. <laughs> That's oh, just rebel goodness. propaganda. <laughs> rebel scum. <laughs> oh, oh good times. Gwen uh, wants to know, in general, coffee or tea? <laughs> coffee. Coffee. I'll say coffee, but I also, I really like tea. It's hard for me to pick. It depends. Yeah. So, so I like coffee, and there's this local coffee place, and I'm really, like... It's like obscenely expensive for a hot coffee, like right, immediate Shelburne. It's, oh yeah. All right. So like, it's really good coffee, but it's like a medium coffee is like three seventy five. I'm like for a hot coffee, like come on, bro. It hot, costs like a black wait, isn't, coffee. Isn't three seventy five? Yes. Starbucks is like four bucks for a medium. No, dude, coffee. you get a medium no, like no, uh, black coffee. You get nice. a grande black coffee from uh, Starbucks, like a two dollars. Yeah. 225 yeah. like yeah. it's obscene dude, but the east coast is so cheap man oh well, yeah dude it's legit it's... it's like four bucks for a coffee out here well yeah if you get a latte it's four dollars and change yeah it's just like a regular hot coffee just a black hot coffee is just cheap yeah yeah so where we are so anyway so but like you know, they're hazel you, know you should try by the way if you're uh, ever in the springfield area is um 
monsoon roasters. Yeah, that's good. I've been there. It's uh, it's socialized. Kind of like good. A, there's so many. Yeah. But but Shelburne's close to my house. Yeah, that and makes sense. Their hazelnut is so legit. And today I went and they had their Christmas morning. They only roast mm-hmm. it one night a uh, one one time a year. Obviously. Yeah. I bought a pound because it was so good, dude. It was like, it was like nutty, and like it was just good. It was like, oh, I love coffee. Coffee. I, I do, do too. too. I'm really thankful TK427 also likes coffee a lot. She's like a coffee schnob. I'm like, yes. What? Come to the dark side of the beans. I can't drink a ton of caffeine, but I love coffee too. It's hard for me to stay away. I, I have a coffee it. almost every day. But I, I usually drink a get lot of decaf. Coffee. Really? Or I like, drink- well, not. We have like, so bougie coffee machine it lets you select as like five little bars of caffeine that you want in it Hmm. from like full strength to decaf and so i usually do two so i have like just a little bit of caffeine but not a whole lot my guess is that it mixes the beans of like regular and i don't actually know how it works but interesting that's cool yeah i love (laughs) coffee I, I love too. I love it too, but like I said, the caffeine. I could drink. Just... I, could, I could drink one right now. I would never sleep. But I'm would, drinking a would, latte right now. I'm, I would love a latte. Favorite coffee like for me? It's peppermint mocha. Peppermint and chocolate and coffee. Mm. Yeah, like Starbucks it, peppermint mocha is legit. Really good. That's a that's a favorite of TK four two seven as well. I like um we need a TK four two seven counter every time he mentions just like ding, yeah dude ding, we're gonna have to ding, that's gonna become ding. the tr that we you know that's gonna become the drinking game. <laughs> that's the, no that's the, mentions that's the free card that's the free square on the bingo card. Yeah, it's the Nick free card TK four two seven. no um yeah, I don't know if do you guys like I don't know I Okay, I just had about eight thoughts at the same time. It's in all of I them. We're gonna them. start with TK four two seven. See it? I could see it. I was like, face. ding, 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 ding. Reset, reset. <laughs> New thought. No. Okay. What I was trying to say is, do you guys ever like? Do you have first of all? Do you know what your love languages are, or what that is? Yeah. Like how you express affection, how you like to give affection. One yes. of my like, one of mine is um not the top one, but up there is like acts of service. I like like doing shit for somebody. Like mm-hmm. uh, opening doors, what like stupid shit like that. Well, but like like making a coffee in the morning. So usually I have to get up to pee anyways in the or like get out of bed first. Well, that's and a usually, surprise. It's, it's shocking, right? <laughs> so like when I, when I get out, of, I, when I and also when I get out of bed, I'm like, all right, well, I want a fucking coffee, so I want to make myself one. So I usually make TK four two seven one also, and then bring it to her in bed while she's like fucking around on reels or whatever, and like. That's what made me think of the peppermint mocha because she's been doing the peppermint mocha Chobani creamer in her latte that I make because she's got a pretty cool um, like espresso machine that has the steamer thing makes it with it's a Nespresso compatible machine from uh, I forgot the name of the company Breville I think anyways I don't know how I got on that I think it was just the peppermint mocha that sent me down that sidebar but I like doing that I like making a coffee for somebody else and being like, here you go. Bam! In the morning. All right. But anywho. Meanwhile, back on the ranch. Quinn Quinn also wants to know, what is your favorite comfort (laughs) meal in the winter? Mine's easy. I I can immediately think of it. Go ahead. 
clam chowder. I just had clam chowder. Uh, what day was that? Tuesday? Tuesday night. Tuesday. I had clam chowder. Specifically, like, in the wintertime with a bread bowl, oh, clam chowder, yes. and just sitting by a fire with some clam chowder. And, oh, That's man. the best. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. I so love clam good. chowder. Obviously, New England style, but Marcus? Atrax. Yeah. You were in Boston. Yeah, Where and you ordered a mojito when you should have ordered clam chowder. Like you're gonna get the wanna, best chowder of your life. Bro, I'm not trying to get wasted off clam chowder. All right, <laughs> but you could have ordered a fucking that's a, that's a Bud bad Light. Night. You could have uh, ordered a beer. Well, I wait, wouldn't drink dude, Bud Light. Wait, but. hold on. That's on you though. You didn't take me anywhere where they had good clam chowder. That's Bro. a good point. We did not do that. We didn't go. No anywhere. to sell for Marsh. Oh, yeah. speaking of that, everybody, we're going to be at PAX East. We will be at oh, PAX Thursday, East. Thursday, Friday, all Saturday. Us, all of us have our badges already. Yeah, so. Thursday, Friday, yes, Saturday. Confirmed. Confirmed. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yes, indeed. PAX I'm East, gonna, baby. Dude, I want to make all four days this year. I'm saving well, up that can. PTO, I can. bro. I can't. Uh, I'm can. going Thursday. I'll sleep in the hotel Thursday. Friday, and then I'll take my shit out and put it in the car, and then I'll go all day to PAX on Saturday, and then I'm going to leave. That so I'm reasonable. home on Sunday so I can recoup. We'll talk about it. Oh, no, that's my, that's the, that well, is no, the. I know. I know that's, that's your plan. plan. I get it. Um, What's your favorite comfort food in the winter, Nick? Um, I was just thinking, I don't really know that I have a specific one, like for winter, winter. I do. I like a pot roast a lot or like a short beef short rib kind of deal, I like the fall apart stewy kind of like beef stuff that like sticks to your ribs kind of deal. I like that. Like I'm thinking of like, what do I like to have waiting like when I'm coming in from shoveling or like snow blowing? And it's fucking two feet of snow and terrible and I hate my life. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> shivering. Um, probably like a hearty like beef stew kind of meal or something like that. But I also like my dad makes Thanksgiving soup. I like to reheat. And then like that he freezes that I like to reheat that too. Or like if I reheat Thanksgiving stuffing, like in like January or February, that's uh, that like that's was obviously frozen from Thanksgiving. That is, that's also pretty epic, but mine, uh, it, mine is meatloaf and yep. beef mm. stew. Yeah. I, I, I'm a that's big great. beef guy. Over yeah. Well, I like. Well, I like it all, but like, there's something about like beef stew. Like my beef stew, it simmers in a pot. I don't do it in a crock pot. It simmers in a pot all day long, and it's something like about your house. Pot? Yeah, stove to like a big stock pot. Yeah, and that's how I just do it. But there's something about when something's simmering all day, it just like warms your house. But just like a meatloaf or like a turkey, where like it's roasting or baking for like an hour or two hours and your whole house just gets warm because food is cooking you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. that that to me is like it doesn't even have to be a meal in the winter it could be fall or on just a chilly spring day yeah like when it's like you have that little chill you cook in your oven and like or in a crock pot whatever and it just is like it was just in that smell because your house just smells amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite is like when Carrie is like cooking and she throws the bacon in the oven in the morning. Oh, and it's like 730 best. and I that's how it, or 630 in the morning. I wake up and there's bacon smell and you're like, oh, breakfast is going to be good. 
Yeah, yep. doesn't matter what else is going on. You've made For me, bacon. it's fucking fantastic. What's always what always gets me out of the room is when the onions go in. Like oh, caramelizing yeah. onions, <sighs> all of that stuff. Oh, dude, that pulls me right out. I can immediately just smell it across the house, and I'm way in the back of the house too. I can just smell it throughout the whole house, and oh, yeah. dude, those caramelizing I love, onions. Mm, I love, love, love caramelized good. onions. I'm gonna double up on Quinn because he's like, if you were to make a soup, would you prefer to do it in a slow cooker or a stovetop? Uh, I think it comes out better if you do it on the stovetop. Yeah, like I think, but it, like convenience wise, slow cookers better <sighs> for convenience. But I think I think end quality product is stovetop. So and you got to make your own stock too. like take like a rotisserie chicken like carcass and throw it in there and like make the stock from that for real. Don't you like and you can supplement with like the bouillon cubes or whatever if you need to. But asking me about making soup is like asking Marcus about beating a end game Dark Souls three boss (laughs) because I've never done it. And anything I've done related to cooking is literally just throwing stuff in the air fryer. So I don't know if I'm the one to ask, but everybody that I've seen make soup, like my grandparents and my mom and everybody, they all do it on the stovetop. So I'm yeah. going to go with them and my fellow hosts and say stovetop. Uh, Carrie does a chicken noodle soup in the the crock pot and or slow cooker, and it actually comes out better in that than it does on the stovetop. stove. Yeah, I know. Uh, Taylor's made some some really great soups. In a crock pot, also, like, because you could just like set it and forget right. that kind of deal. Yeah, you it's can a drink do it everyone. where it comes, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> but the uh, it can be done. I'm just saying, I think, I think, like, if you're trying to make the same product one to the other, like, I think I, at least I know how to make a really good soup on a stovetop, so I'd pick right. that. But I will say, one of my most memorable soups, not necessarily the best, but one of the most memorable soups I remember having was when we were camping and it was done over a campfire Ooh, okay and that was that was some legit because you had like the smoky flavor just a little bit and oh yeah it was like i think it was ham and sausage and beans and you know like all that stuff just a a campfire soup but Mm -hmm. that was one of the most flavorful so i don't know maybe maybe ought to throw campfire in there too so i think i think campfire could definitely add some great flavor i agree yeah, a slightly smoky like chicken noodle soup or something sounds mm. fucking fantastic. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Rayu asks New World question mark. No, I'm not yeah, I'm opposed, not... but yeah. Uh, also, May. How do you say Maylung? Maylung or Maylung or Mal asks. What is Atrax's opinion on where Arena.net has gone with the game? Uh, and where it stands down. So talking about Guild Wars 2, I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I don't have the best experience with it because I came into the game only a couple of years ago. Um, the person that would be a really good person to ask would be Ripsick. We had him on the show, I think, episode 210. Um, yep, sure. But anyway... Yeah. From my perspective, I think it's going great. So they added accessibility for new players, but they also added stuff for a lot of the veteran players as well, adding on to what um adding on to like what they have, you know? Yeah. All Hold that on. good stuff. 
Yeah. Hold on. Brune just raided us with 104 people. Oh, Brune. Brune. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome, Uh, Brune's community. Yeah. Luckstruck, thanks for the follow. Welcome to the Nerds community. You are awesome. High five. Holy cannoli. Rage, Neo, Gizmo, Flaming Sarge, Adorable Ace. Hello, Rip Flawless. Tori, hello. The Steve Land. Thanks for the follow. Guys, we're recording our podcast called Working Class Nerds. I don't know the episode number. Can I get uh, Jamie to look up the episode Brune was on? Episode 185. Boom! Wow. Brune was on the podcast episode 185. That was a little while ago. And uh, it was awesome. But thank you for the raid. Chat now. Yep. Thank you. Oh, yeah. There it is. There's the link to the Brune episode. It's awesome. Brune is super wholesome, as you guys know, because you guys. Hang out with them. It's amazing. I stream Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sunday nights. Atrax streams Friday nights. That's me. Yeah, you guys, much love, dude. You're the best, man. Uh, Brune, you guys you should really awesome. listen to that podcast with Brune. We're on YouTube as well. That's, they're just a placeholder, so you can find it on all the podcast stuff plus YouTube. Um, yeah. You know, you should really listen to the Brune episode. That was actually amazing. Episode 185. And he's all the way on the other side of the world. Working class nerds. So at the end of every show, we do do a working class questions. It's basically an AMA for our show. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just going through that. Usually we don't read chat, but I just happened to see this. And we wanted to make sure we say hi. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, huge raid. Thank you. So what I was saying, Atrax, about um, Guild Wars is... I listened to the MMO. Oh fuck the MMO podcast! I forget. I I don't know why I I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, massively OP podcast, and uh, Bree, one of the hosts, is a big Guild Wars fan. Basically, she said that it's in a good place, and this is the way it always happens. They re- they came out of nowhere and announced an expansion, and people thought the game was dying, and. It just shows that this game is really popular, but you're in a content lull because they just came out with the expansion. Yeah. And, but if a company isn't going to put an exp- a, a real expansion out, if the game isn't doing well. Yeah. And it's also there, I believe it's their fourth expansion in 10 right. years or something like that. So they're still going strong. And again, what they've expanded on at least in my opinion, again, I've come in right before the third expansion. So maybe other players who are a lot more involved in the scene have a different opinion or know more than I do, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. Um, But from just seeing it from the third to the fourth expansion, what they're adding is actual content and they're expanding on what they have and they're improving on what they have, which what they have is already really good. Like they really, they could just add more to what they have, just new areas and people would be right. happy. Yep. But they're expanding on their mount system, which is great. They added a mount system, which apparently isn't a new, or apparently is a recent thing. I believe the uh, the second expansion had that as opposed to the first one. So it's just kind of, they're expanding in a good way. And I think the trajectory is good if they just keep on, you know, and maybe it's few and far between, but what they do release is good. So I think it's, I think the company is doing a great job. 
Yeah. I I like the model of Guild Wars where you buy the expansion and there's no sub, but there's a big cash shop and there's a lot of things you can buy. You can't get in the game, but you have to buy it. But that's how they make their income. They make really sweet mounts and, hey, you want this mount, you got to buy it. Yeah. And and I'm okay with that because you're not charging me $15 a month to play the game. Right. And all that stuff is also purely cosmetic. Any game advantage is earned through playing the game. It's not earned by like buying something. You know, like it's I don't know. Even PVP, you can join PVP at level 10 because the way they've done PVP is it's completely separate from the rest of the game. Right. So level 10 you hop in and you level your PV- or you uh just edit your PVP character. I think it's sure. It's really well done. Shout out to Guild Wars 2. Go check out Guild Wars 2 as one of our game of the months. Hell yeah. Hey guys, do you hear uh, a knocking on the door? What are you guys talking about in here? Find out next episode of Working Working Class Class Nerds. Nerds.